first hurdle for the true warrior. To those humans in whom I have faith, I wish suffering, being forsaken, sickness, maltreatment, humiliation. I wish that they should not remain unfamiliar with profound self-contempt, the torture of self-mistrust, and the misery of the vanquished. I have no pity for them, because I wish them the only thing that can prove today whether one is worth anything or not, that one endures. And remember, the passion for destruction is also a creative passion. It's true. Destruction breeds creation. I heard a, I think a, um, an Indian say that once. Uh, in a song with some guy named Flea playing guitar. Uh, let's uh, open a beer. In my, I've got my plastic bottle, 40 ounce of Old English tonight. There we go. It's Wednesday, March 30th. Holy crap, it's a 3-3-0-2022. Tonight is a very special episode. We're going to try to fix reality tonight. I think I figured out what's wrong with reality. Been uh, looking into this. What is it called? E Prime. Uh, there's a lot going on, but uh, there's there's a there's a there's an issue there's an issue going on with uh with life. Everything seems to be stuck in like a loop, and I think we, I think we need to break out of this loop. And I think maybe tonight we could start to uh, unravel the reality that we, we've built a prison around ourselves. Reality is unraveling, but it seems like the, uh, the culture, the culture is not unraveling. And we need to unravel culture so it could be woven into new creations. And th- this old shit has to die soon because wherever we were, that, that, that's, that's a, that's a fossil. That's, that's a, they're they're grasping straws with whatever uh, was, and we could change this tonight. I think maybe uh, we're gonna we're gonna try some stuff to uh, free our free our minds. It starts usually by drinking a forty two ounce of malt liquor within a plastic bottle. Thank God that uh, livers regrow, right? Diane, do we have scientists to do that today? Let me regrow my liver. Uh, the things I do for Basura Chat. Uh, <laughs> we're going to start the show how we usually start the show, with some music, right? And then we're going to get into, uh, we're going to open the lines up, we're going to listen to some phone calls. We're gonna, we have an email service. You could email nick at nicktherat.com and put inside of the email anything you want, as long as you put the title as Gas Blast. Yes, there is a uh, tunnel that comes directly into the studio, in the sewer. 
and pointed right at my face. So as soon as you send one of those, it smacks in the face with this really noxious gas that'll relay the message into my mind, and then I will read it to the people of the world. I figure this is probably one of the best ways to help unravel culture, is by letting anonymous give their thoughts and opinions. Because uh, people seem to be really um, different when they're anonymous. You always hear that, right? You always hear that people are different when they're anonymous. Is it true? Yeah, it's fucking true. But what does that mean? What does it mean if you're different when you're anonymous? That you're uh, you're kind of being the superhero when you're not being anonymous? Smack me with an email. Oh, Fletcher's in the Fletcher's in the chat. We got Trey from Philly in the chat and Ducky. We got we got a lot of people all up in the uh, the the sewer chat tonight. You could go hang out too by going either to uh, Discord or to IRC or to uh, Twitch. I could tell you how, but I'm not gonna. No, I'm joking. Uh, go to nicktherat.com and click on social, and come on, let's get social, everybody. Because part of coming together, it, uh, to come apart, is to come together. And we have to build something with all that come. It's pretty gross, actually. We're going to listen to a song now. We're going to listen to uh, Good Ones by Synth Henry. Hmm. I wish you gave me a reason that you were better at leaving I'm just a 
Sorry about that. A little uh, Lewis Rossman interrupted my, my uh, stream there. He's trying to find an article that he was talking about. Uh, some he's a he's a, a big proponent of the rights to repair people, and uh, uh, Apple Apple's coming out with this whole lease a phone bullshit, which I'm sure everybody's gonna everybody's gonna love that. Everybody that uses Apple will love it anyway. They don't even know the, the difference. And hey, whatever you know. More of your freedoms being taken away. You're, uh, hey, you're, you're, this hardware is not yours. You're just leasing it. So you can't, uh, that hardware repair store that would have fixed your phone for 50 bucks. And no, you have to come through us and fuck you. And also, if we make any changes to your device, you have to accept that change. There's no way you could stop it. I'm sure they could, uh, after, after you lease a phone from Apple, if you, uh, change the OS on the phone, if you do that kind of stuff or, uh, was it jailbreaking? I don't. Even, they still even do that. Diane, do you have an iPhone? No. Don't talk to you. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Diane. I don't think I've ever seen that clip of him removing the uh, fucking up the screen. I'm sure it has happened though. Hey, what are you gonna do? I'm sure you repaired it or paid for it. Did whatever. Uh, where am I going with this? Oh yeah, but he, but he said some politician. Denied, uh, denied the bill, and it's really, it was really a, a very, very pussy excuse. I'm trying to look for the clip now, and I can't find it. Um, hold on one second. Wait, wait, I think I might have found it. No, I. Oh yeah, okay, here we go. Six, six days ago, his his public response. Hey, everybody. Okay, How's it sure. going? I hope I you're know, having playing, a lovely day. This is not a video that I am happy to make. It is not a video that I am excited to be putting out, nor is it a video right, 562, listen. which uh, completely and utterly failed. And I just remind colleagues, I got a wonderful death threat to me and my family from people who are fighting this right to repair. So um, you don't you don't pass a bill by threatening people. So, so this politician got a... An anonymous death threat for the right to repair. This this is a very strange, uh, very strange, very strange. What if you, and he's like, automatically we cannot look at this bill because I got a death threat attached to it. So then you just have to death threat the other side then. What if? What if, uh, what if you're like, we'll, we'll give you a death threat if you do pass this? Even if it isn't bullshit, he's saying this out loud that he's saying that he's taking his political stance and not even bother looking at the bill or doing anything with it because somebody anonymously gave him a death threat. If that's how easy it is to change a politician's mind, And all the other people on the panel in this video just tell him, uh, like, oh, man, we're, we're, we're sorry to hear that. Actually, one, one or two people do jump in and talk about how the bill is very good. But yeah, I'll play a little bit more just because uh, whatever. So the motion is unfavorable. Well, uh, uh, Mr. Chairman. Yes. Can you tell me one more time what this bill does again? Go I don't quite get it. Okay, so it's a right to repair bill, and it requires basically a manufacturer of farm equipment to give um, certain documentation parts to um, independent 
uh, repairs or the owner of the equipment so that they can repair the, um, the equipment themselves. Right now, certain farm equipment, um, people are not able to repair uh, their farm equipment without going to specific uh, repair shops. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, then, uh, Delegate Turner, this is the bill I was just discussing where um, somebody uh, sent me an anonymous, because they're cowards, but an anonymous email is uh, threatening the life of myself and my family because I was opposing this bill. That's crazy. He called them, called them cowards. This, this man will not vote on a bill that's probably good because he got an anonymous death threat. And you shouldn't get any death threats ever, but I'm sure he's a politician. They can probably trace down this death threat. Um, unless they're like a really a super spy, they, they could probably get caught pretty easily. And you shouldn't make death threats. Never give somebody a death threat unless you want to make a bill, make it or break it. Because this guy is calling anonymous cowards, which is, of course, anonymous is cowards. That's why. That's, I think we have a we have a the problem the problem with society um in my opinion could be that everybody that is scared of words from anonymous are are in charge if we embraced anonymous and let let uh, let the bullshit slide it'd be cool it would be it would be a it would be a radically different society now, it's like, oh, we can't have this. Is, this is the the funny part about video games. Uh, um, there's a lot of multiplayer games that do not include uh, communication. Like the more communication, there's games could probably add a ton of different communication systems into this into the system, but they they usually don't because m- most of the public is is toxic. Uh, damn. Uh, they, when you're anonymous, you come off uh, differently, and it's but it's still a true you version of you. Anyway, let's listen to this clip a little bit more on the, to give a little bit more con- context. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, delegate and player, I see your uh, well, hands up. Yeah, Mr. Chairman, I'm sorry that it happened to you. Um, it's in Maryland. One reason for an anonymous threat like that as you know could be it's coming from the very side that supports killing the legislation and uh, after the hearing it was pretty obvious that the arrogant personalities in the room were the ones who were dead set on killing the legislation and holding the general farm population as hostages to their profiting off of it i'm going to support the bill i think it's a good bill something that we've already done with car manufacturers and um when you got to harvest that field, we need to be able to harvest that field and not depend on whether they'll show up after the uh, the food's all rotten in the field. So uh, we're, we're in a tough world right now, and uh, we need everything that we can do to make sure everybody's in the game. <laughs> and this piece of legislation puts the farmers back in the game, and that's uh, why I'm going to support very it. Very awkward Thank position you. to be in, Rick. I appreciate that. But, again, the reason I know it was them, because they also made a wonderful video about me a few years ago, quite racist, very similarly situated. So I have no doubt this was the uh, the uh, the uh, proponents of the bill because they're the ones who made the video. And they're yeah, but that's fine. We can pretend if we like. One person, one anonymous person sends you a death threat. And you're like, fuck this legislative bill. 
Actually, now he's talking about it. It's probably the uh, the like Tom Deere or the people that don't want them to get the uh, right to repair. They, they sent him a death threat saying, "We'll we'll kill you if you if you pass this because we need to we need to hold these farmers and society by their uh, everybody needs to lease, not buy." Go ahead, Chris. Uh, yeah, Mr. Chairman, thank you. You know the. The, the bill, if it were a national bill of, of scope, uh, the way that you're suggesting, and Rick and I came into broad agreement on the bill last Friday on the hearing, but in this case, you know, if we're, if we're going to hold John Deere to the same standard we hold Ford, that's not a Maryland bill. That's a, that's a federal initiative. And, you know, the other side is I, I never got over the, the principle that, uh, you know, intellectual property matters. I'm not a lawyer. Uh, Mr. Chairman, but I spent more time than the average bear reading uh, the background on this issue in a in a legal sense. And the, the bill just doesn't pass muster aside from uh, what I would view as being straightforward uh, behavior that I find offensive and and how you described it. So I'm, I'm going to oppose the bill and just wanted to say if it ever comes to be a national issue, they can resolve it for all 50 states. Then this is. This is- this guy just admitted ignorance. It's it's politicians are uh, people. People are just people are just people, huh? How could you be like, hey man, I don't know anything about nothing, so I'm going to say no to this thing. Wow, Nick the Rat needs to become a politician, man, or someone. So be it. Definitely understand. I, that's that was my logic in years past. Um, Doug Walker. Okay, I, I was just looking up. I think I got the answer. Uh, I was looking for the sponsor. Uh, what did the sponsor say? You let the sponsor know what happened. You know what? And I and uh, I respect Delegate Hornberger. I don't know if I did or not. That that might be my bad. Uh, I don't think. And I will say this is just because a bill is voted down one year, that doesn't mean the next year that it doesn't. You know, I don't play like that. We don't use that old record for this. But again, so if you don't send me a death threat next year, maybe maybe I'll pass it. Wow. The cojones on this politician. I substantially kind of what Chris was saying. I kind of disagree with the, the, the purpose of the bill, regardless of this. I would have had issues with the bill legally, but I did not get a chance to talk to Delegate Hornberger. Yeah, well, hopefully people in this party will let him know what happened. If he does not know what happened, yeah. y'all can share that with him. That's, that's just not cool at all. Yeah, it's fine. Thank you. Uh, Delegate Fisher. Yeah, Mr. Chairman, I received uh, threatening emails from the uh, leaf blower haters. <laughs> did you really just do that? No lie, you? I did. Oh, <laughs> they they were coming after me. I don't know what he's talking about with that, but um, anyway, let's let's listen to uh, let's listen to maybe a voicemail to maybe uh, get away from politics for a little bit. Sorry, I brought politics up. I usually I usually don't. I don't like to go into your politics, but I just I, I heard that clip. Leaf blower phobia. If I get any death threats from the leaf blower people. That might be like a weed smoking reference. Chat is smart. 917-719-5923. It just beeps. It does. I need to find that clip. 
He just made it. Jason Mason, he got my friend some cat who used the call. Anyway, it's Rick. And they're going to tell you, hell has struck. Thunder and lightning has struck me. I feel like shit. No, not because I drank too much. It's like powder on the phone. Anyway, when I come back, we have our dog. By the way, is there a dog? Uh, Um, the uh, I'm curious. I I studied a a lot. Is there a dog or goddess of stomach viruses? Because if there is. I will make it my personal crusade against them. Remember, quantum entanglement uh, place in which they may hide. I will find them. And when I find them, I will find the pillow upon which they lay their head, and I will drop the nastiest shit they've ever had, and I will puke the nastiest puke they've ever seen. It will be the last thing, and then I will leave, and I'll be happy, and I'll go walking down the road again, do da, I've lost 10 pounds in like the past, like, uh, like, five days, which is cool. Anyway, Nick Garrett, I hope you're doing well, and the rest of your family out here. Citizens, peasants, remember, do what your government tells you. Remember, your government loves you. Your government has nothing best in mind for you. Because your government, remember, the more you pay, the more it shows your patriotism. <laughs> There's paying both. I feel like shit. All right. Hey, love you, dude. And all the rest of you people. All right. Bye. It's true. Uh, I don't. I hope you feel better soon, caller. Um, and I do hope that. The sewer chat and all the listeners are everybody in earshot of this broadcast is it's feeling good. I'm feeling a little wheezy actually. Might be the weed. Feeling a little weedy. I'm one of those leaf blowers. I'll suck a tree's dick. Sewer Koof. Could be. Could be the funk in the sewer. Sewer funk. Maybe a cool band name. The Sewer Funks. We're going to listen to um, this hot track off of the phone. 917. We're going to open the phone line soon. The phone lines aren't open yet, right? Some squirrel chewed through one of the lines down here. We're getting repaired. I'm looking at a large, large man's anus right now. He's really bent over. 
Usually they don't bend over that far. You usually just see a butt crack when these uh, wire repair people are here. But uh, he's going really far over. Uh, we have nine one seven seven nine five nine two three. Luckily, the the uh, voicemail line is still is still working. Uh, it's too bad I can't find the mouse. Wait, where's the mouse? I hope the target was hit. 917-709-5923. Hey, Nick the Rat, face of the screen. I uh, just thought of a story. I know it's weird timing. This is a Sunday afternoon. I'm sitting here. And I remember you did a show recently about bathroom disasters. And I didn't – this one didn't spring to mind because I didn't remember it even when it happened. Uh, (laughs) uh, My buddy had, like, this tour bus. And there was, like, a toilet on one side and a shower on the other side. We were at this giant music festival where everybody was getting fucking ripped out of their minds. And uh, everybody says I took a shit in the shower. And uh, I guess I probably did. But I don't remember it, so I can't confirm nor deny it, you know? And, uh, you know, it's kind of weird timing here later on. It took me that long to remember the story because I didn't remember it in the first place. So, uh, love your show, bud. I'll catch you later. Was he the secret shower shitter? Find out next week on Nick the Rat Radio. Let's listen to a Kive with Dimension Art.
Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio. Um, we are we're uh, we're at the donation segment of the show. And the segment's over. No, I'm joking. Uh, let's see here. We got a. Uh, we did get. Uh, we have a PO box. It's a PO box nine zero five four nine. Brooklyn, New York, one one two zero nine five four nine. Wait, I need my letter opener that I haven't been practicing with. So this is going to probably be a. I think I have to put it down on the ta- on the table here. Let's just get this. Let me make a space here. We're gonna we're gonna do some letter opening testing. Slicing it, slicing it, holding it down is not working either. It's because it's got like that goo. It's got that goo on the, the samurai sword thing's not cutting it for a, a letter opener. You know what works? Well, I guess I could, I, could, I could get started with this, but then if I switch it to my hand, my hand is pretty... My hand doesn't work very well either. Uh, and the really silly thing is, I'm spending all this time opening this for for maybe forty two cents. Let's see what we get this week. Maybe it's sixty nine. I fucked the check up though. I, I ripped it. I, I blame the letter opener. Sorry about it's the letter. You give these people a bad review. Tell them they should put like a little scissor on the end of it to cut or something. Or make the, maybe you have to make it sharper. They can't sell it sharp, really? Because, uh, let me lawsuits. Leather opener. Uh, Sir Mike Roch, PhD. It's my doctor. 33 cents. I was wrong. It wasn't, it wasn't 42 cents and it wasn't 69 cents. It was. 33. He won. You beat me this time, doctor. But I know what you're thinking now. I'll get you next time. Sharpening ASMR? I I need a grindstone in the sewer. I'm rubbing on the uh, floor. Ow. You could also donate by going to nicktherat.com and clicking on uh, Donate. That links to a, uh, a PayPal link where you could either do a monthly subscription of $4.20, which I think a dollar a show is just about right to hear. I'm kind of like an advertisement for, for music from the creative communities of uh, SoundCloud mainly. All the music you hear tonight is from SoundCloud.com slash NickTheRat slash likes or some crap. I don't know. There's some links somewhere. But all the music is CC BY 3.0. I think that is definitely helping to... Create culture. If you're not, if you're going to be just right in the wave of the dying uh, reality, you need to uh, break free and at least experience some new musical cultures. So you, you might not like certain foods for flavor reasons, but there's there's some music. There's always going to be good music in in some genre somewhere. But either way, uh, let's thank some people that have donated. I don't say names. I read initials. Initials. 
I initials, and uh, can't stop donating. 420 from JF. Jeff, if you, we do have a service where uh, we have specialists that could talk to you. If you have a, a problem with uh, donating, if you feel that you just keep on doing it and you can't stop, we do have a help service. Uh, you could call it at 917-709-5923. And for, I think, as low as $69 a month or something, there's somebody that could talk to you and get you through it. Um. Hog story. We have, let's see. We we have another donation here. Four twenty. Thank you so much. That is the uh, monthly subscription from KS. KS, thank you so much. You are helping the servers run, and the um, alcohol flow, and the mayo drip. Here's a, here's another long time sub DV DV's been around for a while. For some reason uh, when I see DV, I think of um, Deus X. Even though DV is not DE, and whenever I hear of De- it's the, the video game, it always makes me think of uh, the video game Deus De- uh, De- Deus X Deus X, and that's that game is just, is just it gets stuck in my mind. But uh, also DV gets stuck in my mind too for. Uh, Putting $4.20 into my PayPal. Well, I think almost once a month. Thank you so much. Uh, if you don't want to do 420, there is uh, an option to donate whatever you want, just like AM has been doing for a long time. AM must be uh, a government spy because every month, a million dollars. But after taxes, it, it breaks it down a lot. But AM, thank you so much for the million dollars a month donation. It's it's a, it's a good amount, but it's not it's not like what the corporate sponsors could get me. You know what I mean? A million, it's twelve million a year. Come on, I'm worth like a hundred million a year. Okay, uh, we got a one more donation. No, we actually got a couple more. Whoa, here's a, here's a, here's a long one and a big one. It's a big long one. Wonder if it's girthy too. How do you tell if an email or a donation is girthy? Is it as thick as this bottle of plastic forty-two ounce old English? Uh Tajanta has just realized the form of his dream woman. Tajanta, what is the form of your dream woman? Double vagina. Wow. Okay. Uh, we got 25. Happy birthday to me and all my sewer family. <laughs> we are a family. One big weird family. Um, this short life is ever closer to over. What? Y'all? What? I hope you're okay, man. Uh, this short life is even closer to... Is ever closer to over? This short life is ever closer to over. Are you dying? Are you? Well, we're all dying, but are you like? Are you okay? Uh, y'all are my favorite turds, and I wouldn't. Well, I would never shit you. It's 
remember, no one gets out alive. I have. Um, every day is actually. I don't believe in in a in birthdays. Well, celebrating them yearly. I believe you you're you're only one years old forever. You're born and then you die. It's one day. There's, this is. I know we have systems to uh, make you feel a certain way, or to help you realize what you could sell something to or whatever. But uh, either way. Uh, we do have one more uh, PayPal donation here. 333 from TR. Time isn't real, man. Uh, what is real? It's a place near Jerusalem or something. Uh, The final way you could donate. Thank you, everybody, that has donated uh, via P.O. Box or via the donation button on NickTheRat.com or NickTheRatRadio.com. Thank you so much. We should also thank the people on Twitch. If you have a... I feel like such a tool saying all this. If you have an Amazon Prime account, you can give me a free $2 a month if you go to Twitch.tv and... Click a button. Yeah. Sorry. I couldn't hit the the mute button. What? Fuck you too, Tajanta. What the hell? You cursed me out because I I coughed into the mic? 45 minutes ago. Ducky. Ducky on. Has been my sub on Prime for 34 months. Thank you for being such a loyal sub. Jeez, what, what is Diane? What's going on with Twitch? Why do they gotta put these weird, weird things? There's, you could, you could be a sub or, or a mod or a, you could run a train. There's a whole bunch of weird things you could do on Twitch. I don't, I don't like it. Uh, but thank you so much, Ducky on. Um, and Trey from Philly also resubbed with their Prime 46 minutes ago for four months. Thank you so much, Trey from Philly. Also, Trey from Philly just started following me two hours ago. That's uh, weird. Uh, how'd you know I was a TV repairman? Thank you to everybody that has uh, shown their love via monetary units in the general direction of uh, the sewer. Your money will be used unwisely, and uh, I'll probably lose it all in the market on Dogecoin or something. It's the only the only thing I buy because oh, runs ninety five. Just uh, subbed. Also, uh, Bruns. Brunza said they want to call in and say a lot of filthy, dirty things on on the show. Maybe after I open the phone lines after this uh, commercial break and musical interlude, uh, their dreams could come true. Either way, let's listen to some advertisements from giant corporations, which actually do pay the bills more than the pittance of donations that I get in the sewer. Hey, it's cool. I love you guys and all that, but I need I need I need the money. We're gonna uh, let's listen to some advertisements. Dorothy is trying, 
summer days give your kids something fun to play with to cool them down the mayo machine 50 pump and dump mayonnaise up to 50 feet away squirt it in your friend's face until they can't breathe no more mayo not included only from the dark sewer network also pick up your thunderstrike 5000 don't like your neighbors Blow them up. Is it legal? I don't know. Don't ask me, I'm not a lawyer. Also from the Dark Sewer Network, get yourself a Thunderstrike 5000 protection machine. Shoot down any incoming aircraft at at least 5,000 feet. Will it only shoot down the Thunderstrike 5000? No! But who cares about any bystanders? Ha <laughs> ha! Order yours today, only on the Dark Sewer Network. Call now, 917-719-5923. Operators, standing by. Because we're too cheap to buy them chairs. Ha ha!
What's up, Nick? This is Metatron. Now, I know I don't strictly sound like an archangel, but you got to understand, I take the form I need to so I can be understood. In other words, I'm just the right amount of tardy for you and your listeners. Now, you can't really talk to God directly most of the time. He just sends me or one of my guys, and we pretty much take care of things for the most part. So, anyway, you see, Nick, in the beginning, there was just two people hanging out, me and God, all right? But then God was really feeling himself one day, and he wanted to experience his full self. Now, you ever look in the mirror and think you never really know what you're like from the outside? Well, that's why God made you, Nick, all right? So that he could see himself from the outside, okay? Now, needless to say, pretty soon after, he realized it wasn't a great idea, but he does still love you, and it's still all good. He doesn't blame you for being tardy. Well, anyways, uh, y'all repent, or you're going to meet a fire of death pretty soon, all right? All right, have a good night. Did you ever uh, use a mirror to look into a mirror that's behind you so you could see your butt? Fun. Uh, if you would like to uh, give a call in, you could call on the. Uh, whoa, hold on a second. Where's the. Uh, yeah, if. Diane is working? The phone line's not working? God shut us down? Hello, is this God? Yes, this is God. God, why would you shut Have us you down? Have you sinned or are you going to hell? I think, I think I'm going to drown in vats of mayonnaise, uh, spicy mayonnaise, so probably heaven. Uh, Vaseline? Vaseline? Vaseline and mayonnaise is a very good combination. You could probably run a car on that. Mm, probably. Or a sub sandwich. Hey, Nick. Nick the rat? Well, yeah. You, uh, you got that, uh, that, uh, leaf blower information kind of, kind of wrong. Oh. Leaf blowers are generally very, very simple engines. They, uh, they're two-stroke, so they're, uh, the gas and oil are mixed. There's not a lot of back pressure on the exhaust or the muffler, like a four-stroke, a little bit quieter, separate gas and oil, like a lawnmower or a car, a vehicle. So the two-strokes are louder, and... Basically, the two, the leaf blower law is, uh, retirees or Karens in a homeowners association. I'm like hearing myself. Turn down your goddamn speaker, Nick. Anyway, um, does that work? Being a two-stroke, simple engine. Versus 
the electric leaf blower potential. Kind of like saying, oh my God, Nick the Rat, you drive a Mustang. I want you to drive a quiet Tesla. I mean, either one is a fucking waste of money. So you do what you want to do. There's other ways to cause noise in uh, a neighborhood, though. What if, like, you like, uh, have, like, loud sex in your yard at 6 in the morning? Or, Is or that farting loudly. Yeah, what if you want to bark? What if you're a barker? What if you're a singer? What if you just want to go out and sing? Oh, what I if said, you play drums? What, what if you're a... I sk- guess fart rhymes with bark. What, what if you're a, an astronaut and your rocket ship launches at 6 in the morning? What if you're an anal spelunking rat? What if you're... You know the best thing to do for this uh, this law? Yes. Would be that they hire a neighborhood... Uh, a neighborhood fuck guy. Fucking pool boy. What are they called? A lawn, lawn man? A gardener? Like, get somebody to do official gardening for the neighborhood. Everybody can chip in. Oh for yeah, it. I've I've lived in a townhome townhome communities where everyone has like a a six square foot yard. It's kind of bullshit, like right there beside their driveway, parking area, whatever. Or you, or you that, buy that the, is kind of it's pardon. It's midnight in the sewer. Woohoo! I called it. Good, good catch. I caught, I caught it. Good I know. Catch. I just caught it. Bing, bing. It's oh, oh, speaking of catches, uh, I thought you said you caught a couple things in your P.O. box, but you only read one. I only got a, I only had one thing in the P.O. box this week. Only one? God. Yeah. I went this have morning. To talk to these Postal delivery leprechaun. Did it say it was delivered? I'm really catching a feedback. Hold like on, one I'm hearing caller, myself caller, can talk. we can we do a test? Hello. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is the test. Do you hear feedback now? Do you hear feedback? All right, we're going to hang up on this caller. Because, caller, we're hanging up on you because you're not being helpful. You're being very unhelpful. Why can't you just... You could just try... You could just be a little helpful and we could fix a problem if there's a problem or are you just lying to me? See, that's the problem with... Uh, I don't have a problem with anonymous. Like, if you're anonymous when you call in, that's fine. I don't... It's. I could also anonymously hang up on you. It wasn't like a bad thing, but you know. I unblocked that number. 917-709-5923. Caller. I'm good. How are you? I how how are you doing? 
Yeah, what's what's going on? Really? Come back to the other one. Okay. Maybe I missed them when I was there in the sewer. But do they have you should get windows. It makes a difference. It's pretty good. Yeah. And uh what else do I wanna tell you? Um well I think you're doing great. I'm listening to the show, and yeah, yeah, you know, they, they got the TV networks, and they're paying, they're getting paid like millions of dollars. Yeah, you should get paid millions of dollars. We should all get paid millions of dollars. How come like it's like a lesser product too? You know, I haven't laughed like television in a long time, like new television. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Um, And also, I love that last caller even less now because he fucked my test up and it fucked up the voicemail. I'm going to play the beginning part of that voicemail where I I was actually talking to the voicemail like it was like a real call and it worked out perfectly. But it wasn't being recorded or being pumped out to the streams. Thank you, caller. For being such a... Here's the voicemail again. From the start. We're not going to do the whole one. I'll do it... Nick. How are you doing? That's good to hear. Oh. What's, what's new with me? I'm in a different room. With my computer. And what I suggest for the sewer is getting windows. They're all right, you know. Are there windows? It's like maybe I missed them when I was there in the sewer. But do they have – you should get windows. It makes a difference. It's pretty good. Yeah. And uh what else do I wanna tell you? Um well I think you're doing great. At least one person thinks I am. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Uh hey there, uh just wanted to let you know that I am uh, sick and tired of the government sending our freaking tax dollars yeah. overseas yeah. again to freaking Muslim terrorists and uh, that those uh, other guys, the racist white supremacists, and I'm just so sick of it. Anyway, uh, Elden Ring, El- uh, Elden Ring is fun. Uh, sorry, I lost my breath there. Uh, I gotta catch you later. That uh, that caller sounded like they were obsessed with Elton Ring. Uh, 
even if they weren't giving our tax dollars to somebody somewhere, they would be giving it to somebody else some other place. You wouldn't even know. There'd be no difference. Uh, let's see. Cattle Baron in the chat says, is there a story about the first time you listened to a podcast? Do you remember the podcast? It was, uh, I do, I do not remember the podcast. It was in the early times of the internet. It was definitely a uh, video game related 30 minute long MP3 though. I do recall it was, it was, there's a, there's a few people doing at the time, uh, audio recordings over like, uh, uh, was it Roger Wilco and stuff? There was, uh, do I remember it? it uh, I'll, I vaguely remember it like, uh, pixelated MPEG pornography. That's, uh, it, it was good though, you know? Um, yeah. If you, if you want to talk about the first time you remember hearing a podcast and a hat, I do remember listening to terrestrial radio. I I remember uh I remember uh sitting up late playing Sonic the Hedgehog and listening to I think it was called Loveline on on K-Rock. Nothing like playing video games and listening to the radio. Uh, basically that's what I do with the internet now. I listen to radio and, and play games so uh yeah i probably would have been look, looking looking at radio and playing on video games or something damn i'm high all right let's uh let's listen to some music let's listen to eternal zeal solace composer if you're into elder rings this might this might tickle your pickle Oh yeah, Dr. Troops. <laughs> well, you know. But it's the only thing around.
Roanoke is definitely watching you. So keep on dancing. Watch me dance, Roanoke. Watch me prance. Watch me kill everybody and disappear into the woods and only leave a little note on a tree that said, fuck y'all, I'm out. Roanoke is watching. Roanoke is within all of us. Say, fuck you, I'm out to reality. Because that's how we defeat the lizard people. <laughs> Hello? I think I'm getting a cold or something. Maybe I'll just go clogged up. <laughs> the Joe Roanoke experience? I think we have a comedian in the chat room. Oy. Oh, my nose. It's ruddy. I need a tissue. Anyway, I'm going to play some advertisements. I'm going to play an advertisement. I'm going to go grab a tissue. A tissue. A tissue. I'll blow my nose. I'm going to try to clear out my nasal cavity. I'll be right back. My name is Chris and I'm an alcoholic. I've been sober for 14, no wait, 15, that's right, 15 minutes. It's so easy to fall off the wagon, it makes you just want to crack another can. I've tried many, many 12-step programs, but there's only ever been one. If someone has come up to me afterwards and said, Hey Chris, that was really brave of you to open up to us like that. Let me get you a beer. And that was here in the Dark Sewer Network. Are you looking for support for your drinking habit? Mick the Rat's 12 Steps to 24 Cans can help you. Located exclusively and conveniently here in the Dark Sewer Network, we meet every Wednesday night at 11pm Eastern Time. You probably won't stop drinking, but you'll be drinking with friends much, much worse than you. Thanks, Mick the Rat. Now I can live my life one can. Come on. Oh, shit. I really shouldn't have smoked that last joint you gave me. I think I'll get up. Call 917-719-5923 for the drinking support you need. He just stuck up the bank. He's headed for Deadwood. You'll never get away with this, Slippery Sam. Marshal Bob is riding Blaze, the fabulous new galloping horse from Mattel. See, his legs actually move just like a real horse. There's no other riding horse anywhere that gallops like Blaze. Now watch this. When you bounce on Blaze, he romps along like a frisky coat. He gallops when you rock back and forth on him. 
but he's so safe, you just can't tip over. Blaze is the safest, strongest horse made. Okay, Slippery. This is the end of the line. Almost got away, Marshal, if it weren't for that light and fast horse of yours. Where'd you get him? You can get Mattel's Blaze wherever toys are sold. And just wait till Dad sees how easy it is to set up. Just pop him out of the box, spread the stand, and tighten just one bolt. That's all there is to it. And see how safe and solidly built Blaze is. You can tell it's Mattel. It's swell. we are is dust in the wind, dude. Dust? Dust in the wind, dude. Request. He needs a plug for. He says some kind of plug for Nick the Rat. Okay. 
Listen to Nick the Rat from the sewer Wednesdays on noagendastream.com. building a rat ship here.
Is that song over? Hello? Is it is there anybody there? Uh, I'm so I'm so alone. I thought there was a person there. Person, a place or a thing? Uh, oh well. I guess this is better than a person, place or a thing. It's it's John Fletcher. Uh, I've been I've been doxxed. You've been doxxed. Wait, was We're I docked. Not, was I not supposed docked. to Wait, oh, are no. we docking? Did I did I you dock you? Dock? Oh no. Oh dear. You wanna like dock our penises together? With you I would, sure. Will it save humanity or the universe? You don't you don't want to dock you don't want to dock with me with someone else's team? Uh only if it's gonna save the universe. Oh. I can say it will. Then it might take a little bit more than one forty for me to dock with you. But we could probably work something okay. out. Okay, well, you know. We'll find another forty somewhere. John, John, can I can I tell you something yeah. private? Oh yeah, yeah. Tell me about your privates. My privates feel uh, totally uh, worn out lately. I think uh, I think I've been using them too much. Like uh, like too many, too many drugs. Per perhaps. Have you been uh, eating one too many rat pellets? The whole chat room is in, in the smoker. There's, there's uh, a wave sure. of hog storians in in the in the sewer tonight going in the smoker. Oh, they can they can put their meat in my smoker. The smoke stack. <laughs> yeah, all that smoke coming out the smoke stack. You you can put your meat in my smoker too. I'm gonna get your meat in the smoker. I want to get into this. I want to put my meat in the smoker. Yeah, when you're not, uh, when you're not, um, you know, drained and tired after you're well rested. I don't know if I'll ever be well rested, though. That's it's becoming it's becoming more and more apparent that uh, well rested is a a myth. It's like myth, myth busters. Do you, do you know that thing that I sent to to you and Carol that I wanted that that, that was like a, a like like a passionate it was like a passionate I haven't even I haven't gotten back to it though I, I've, there's so much that I'm not doing it's so hard John. I feel you on that John it's so hard it is it's so hard like right now all the time really. It's, it's greasy too. It's hard and grease. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we'll get you in there. We'll take some some phone calls and stuff. It'll be a fun time. What year? What year of Hog Story are you? Have you? Are you on? Do you even know? I forget. Uh, I don't even know. Years go by. Years go by. The years do go by. Do, 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 do. When, what? So it's 22 
now we started in zero shit, man one nineteen how could we believe so, society if our calendar says it's the year twenty twenty two why if the year is obviously like it's like two billion or some shit right yeah, like four billion. So then what, why why are we even like the science if our calendar is based off of nothing? Because people are too dumb to know what a billion even means. But it should be, you should have to write a billion on like a check when you send a check in. Be like, is the year billion? It's year four it's billion, three hundred million. Yeah, I don't, I, you know. You have to write the number on the does. check too with all the zeros. It's because Jesus showed up and then left, and they're like, "We're gonna start renaming the the year now." He snapped his fingers like Thanos. He's like, "How did they the measure year the years one. before Jesus showed up too? Like, what year was it on when Jesus showed up?" They don't tell you. They say it wasn't it's BC. zero. Look, they go backwards. <laughs> oh, they do now. <laughs> like, well, you know, were they counting backward until he showed up? 500 BC was they go they were getting younger. It was like Benjamin Benjamin Bucket uh, ben, Button Ben Benjamin Button. Or oh, you're right. Maybe that's when the lizards started to die. Where I don't know. What, what do you think about what do you think about dinosaurs? You know they lived for millions of years. That's what they say. They also said they became pigeons and uh, canaries, which maybe is true. Yeah, that might be true. I mean, have you looked at an ostrich? That motherfucker looks like a dinosaur. That's there. I like to believe. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I got a little bit. I got a, I got a dinosaur in my throat. Uh, Voyager, Star Trek Voyager, said that the dinosaurs went into outer space. See, I'm. I'm more prone to believe that than fucking like aliens showing up from like light years beyond light years away and like just fucking with us. I think dinosaurs who are here evolving for millions of years got smart, built fucking dino ships and left. They fucked up the moon on their way out and Mars. They're like, bye. <laughs> oh, somebody hung up. I thought you hung up on me. Oh, no, I didn't hang up on you. Uh, there's somebody else calling. Oh, I was like, uh, he did not like that me? dinosaur theory. Uh, John, are you getting feedback from from this phone call? Ever so slightly. It's just so slight. It's very slight. It's not that bad, though, right? No, it's not bad at all. Okay. Well, you could, yeah, like what if we're? It's not like lizard people. It's advanced, intelligent dinosaurs that we're all slaves to. Or maybe dinosaurs are aliens. Uh, they left because they started global warming, and they were like, "We don't want to get taxed for this." So they left, and uh, well, they're what if come you're back. right? And like the dinosaurs we find fossils for were their slaves, you know, like their beasts of burden. Fossil like they fuels, just used yeah. Brachiosaurus to like move shit around and build pyramids with. But fossil fuels might be a myth too. We don't really. We really they don't probably, know. Well, they don't. They probably didn't come from like dead dinosaurs. We, or we shit. don't really know. Like, the Earth might make it, just like it makes fucking, you know, quartz out of silicon dioxide, or or diamonds it under makes petroleum out of like, like I don't know the mantle. It just might be some knowledge we don't have yet, and we made up some story, and then they all said, "Yeah, that's that's it." 
We or know there's carbon it's in a it. civilization it's, that a lives in the, the core, like the hollow earth, and like crude oil is just leakage from their septic systems. That could be true. I'm down for that one. I like that. Yeah. And we better just than, burn Better it. than We're just gigantic lizards. Hollow earth shit. Could you, like, lizards are slow as fuck. If these not, were, not all of them. Well, you, they run around like little weird freaks. But uh, like, imagine like a like a thirty foot tall weird moving freak. Come on, that's that's all. It's all made. Well, yeah, that's why they that's were the true. slaves. Like the smart ones were the smaller ones that were like our size or whatever. Maybe the bigger they were, the maybe smarter they were. Maybe they were really smart. Like because we don't have their brains, we have maybe like their their cavity of what their brain was in. But maybe they had, maybe they had a special like a special brain. More folds. Yeah, they talk about T-Rex having the, the brain the size of a walnut, but what if walnuts were fucking huge back then? That's true. Yeah, I mean, That's just true. like the whales. They got smart and evolved and went to the ocean. Dinosaurs probably got smart and evolved and, and went into space. The ocean of space. John, John, do you know anything about this sun explosion that's going to hit Earth soon? There's, there's been several the past, like, you know, couple of weeks. There, there's a big one coming. I heard. Like a, like a. Oh, room. good. I don't think it's like that big. Well, I mean, I haven't looked today, but uh, the last one I saw was like an M class. You know, that's medium size. What's uh? What are they called? But there sun, two, sun ex- like back to back. Sun. Um... Sun whipped. A solar flare? A solar flare. I I thought it was like sun whipped. Like, oh, we got... we got uh, Those are fine. It's the it's the ones that carry the plasma with them, the coronal mass ejections. Those are the ones that uh, cause problems. I'm just going to do a quick... A hyperactive sun sunspot just curled a huge X-class. An X-class. Oh, there's an X-class? Oh, sweet. So, Maybe wow. we'll get to see northern lights in the southern latitudes. That'll be fun. Whoa! Imagine that. That would that would change society. People, if mm. pe- if people in in like in like like uh, America so so looked up and 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 so so I can't even say the word saw lights, they would probably think it was like a re- religious experience, like snow, oh, yeah. like snow in in Texas. I, I had a religious experience, that's for sure. I didn't know what it was. What What is this? Uh, what is this solid water falling from the sky? Well, yeah, it's all. Oh, there was an X class flare. Fun the f- times. The first time th- there's a there's a big one. It's going to hit us. I think there's something going to hit us this month towards the end of it. Oh yeah, I'm looking at the uh, the endless spiral there that NASA likes to put out, and uh, yeah. It's coming right for us. Oh, oh! If you look at the, yeah, I'm looking at this thing called the KP index, which shows the magnetosphere whether it's stable or not. I knew um, you were well, a big we're sun red. nerd. Yeah, buddy. You know, there's all sorts of graphs out there you can look at. So go, go on. I'm sorry, I, I inter- interrupted your uh, your news update of. How we're gonna die? Well, uh, looks like the sun is is getting pissed, and more than likely, it's gonna keep getting pissed. 
just get more and more pissed. The fun shit is when, uh, you know, it hits and all that energy finds its way to ground. We'll probably get some more uh, terrible storms and stuff. I had a tornado come through here a few days ago. I've I've seen there was some storms coming through. Yeah. Yeah, it like it fucks shit up down here. That uh trees all over the place. It missed my place, fortunately, but Thank goodness. Just south of me. Yep. It uh just tore a bunch of stuff up. If Fletcher is ever done in by like, a storm, I'd I'd cry for like at least three days. It's uh, it's really strange. And I'd it, run it, from it, any storm. If there was ever a storm after, like, if don't don't get killed by a storm, please. No, I I uh, I try not to, but I can't help but but go outside and look. Like, I gotta see what's happening. Oh, I know. Yeah, like there's there's a lot of thunderstorms and lightning storms in um like in in, in New York City and you're in large buildings. So you get you get to get real close to it, and, and uh, sometimes you're like, "Wait, what am I doing?" Yeah, why? Why? <laughs> you know, recently, I don't know how the fuck they measure the length of a lightning bolt, but according to something I was reading, that lightning bolts have been getting um, much longer, breaking all sorts of records. There was one that does that mean clouds are getting higher? Plus miles. Does lightning does lightning come from clouds or? Depends well, on which way you want to look at it and how good of a high-speed camera you have, I guess. Or do they either come from the clouds or come from the ground? That's true. That well, they yeah they uh, send energy from the ground up. But uh, does does the initial does the initial uh, break uh, or is it going past the clouds into like some other like mesosphere or some shit? Is it like going to another? There's all. Well, yeah, there's the different kinds. I mean, you got the cloud to cloud and cloud to ground. You have those sprites, and those are the ones that they had initially thought were coming from the top of the thunder cells and going up into the upper atmosphere. But then we got better high-speed cameras and realized that they're actually coming down from the upper atmosphere. It's it's some kind of crazy ener- energy exchange. But we're, you're, cool. you're basing your knowledge of it off of a mechanical recording of the light. There might be something else going on there. There might be an energy exchange uh, from down, from up to down, that which which makes uh, down from up, you just can't see it. It's not creating. Uh, I, yeah, well, I can't tell you because I have no evidence of it. Uh, but there's yeah. no way of really even knowing. I mean, we live on a magnet. We live on a big magnet that circles around an even bigger magnet. And how can you study a magnet when you're on it? Like any magnetic measuring tools you got are going to be affected by it. You need to be separate from it. And that's why space is important. We need to go to Uranus so we could see how much pull is coming from uh, mm. the moon. Yes. Uranus is way out there. There's a there's there's a big hole that sucks all sorts of stuff in in the center of the galaxy. We need to go there. Do you, you believe in the Big Bang? Do you think the Big Bang is a, uh, a a good explanation? Everything came from like one little thing and it exploded and 
That, well, mm, I guess size. Well, the, it, well, like, like that and like black holes are just, you know, extrapolations from numbers and going, well, if we put these numbers out and make them even bigger, then this kind of shit will happen. And yeah, black holes like are kind of observable, but they're the big bang. <laughs> they have a. How, do, how can you observe it? You can't, and you can't recreate it in a lab or anything. There's artifacts so, of it. There's uh, remnants of things it has left behind. Well, yeah, there's the the the, the cosmic microwave background, but there was a um, a thing that the European Space Agency had done over a decade ago with their telescope where they they put had a new lens installed or some shit and they focused on the microwave background and just saw that it was out of focus galaxies and so there might not be a cosmic microwave background that's just what that's, we can see so wow. far away that by the light just reaches us it's such low energy that we can't really get a good resolution image of it we claim our ignorance to be scientific uh, fact it's just like plus this, the the light that we reaches know, us so is, is only like thirteen point nine billion years light years away, but that was thirteen point nine billion years ago when those photons left, and they've just now reached us. So they've moved since then. Is it expanding? It might be even bigger. It might go back even further. We don't know. We don't fucking know. Is is political science really science? Is computer science really science? Sort of, yeah. Okay. I, I think science, science uh, yeah, cold hard numbers know. works pretty well. Then again, I don't know what political science is. Yeah, how do you put numbers to uh, politics? I don't know. But that's why I think you could put numbers to computers. You definitely do. You definitely do. It seems it's all work. ones and zeros, man. It's it's a strange how, uh, like political science is not really a science. It's like there's there's a lot of so there's there's numbers that we can't understand. But if you say it's science, you can make it into law. And if you make it if you make unknowable numbers law, it's very scary. Yeah, what's up with the square root of negative one shit? What's up with it? I don't know. Is it even, even? I see Stain on your sofa shared a link to, uh, or somebody did, to Suspicious Observers. That's cool. I watched that dude's channel. I've been looking at chat. Oh, no. I just saw it. I just realized there is a chat. Hi, chat. The chat room. The chat room. The chat room. Uh-huh. Uh John? Nick. I'm gonna I'm gonna bid you adieu. Until next time, my friend. Bid you adieu. That sounds like pass I'm gonna pass the doobie. Is that <laughs> I bid you this doob. <laughs> Here you go, my friend. A doobie for you. A I, doobie for two. I shall smoke it. Sure is smoky in here. I like it. It is. I'm pretty I'm pretty stoned and uh and uh I gotta pee. So I'm gonna play some music. Okay. But, uh, hey, did you ever unmute that fucking tab?
You know about that tap? Yeah. Diane. He knows about the tap. Diane, unmute that fucking tap. Good night, Nick. John, my second screen, I can't see the mouse on it because I'm so drunk, so I can't hang up on you. But, but Diane can. Ah, oh, man. I doxed him at the start of the call. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a quick uh, musical break because, boy, oh, boy, I really have to pee. I'm almost done with my 40 ounce. Man, I got to go on uh, a story soon. I love talking to to John and Carol. They're such a they're pure of hearts. They're they're very they're very uh, heart pure people. How do you know that I'm going to the bathroom other than uh, what you observe? And what you observe is my voice. I lost the mouse again. That's when you know you're getting a little uh, intoxicated is when you lose the mouse. You also know you're intoxicated when you're listening to Rag and Bone Man with B. Retta. We'll be right back with more Nick the Ratta. Maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this And see what's behind Got no way to prove it So maybe I'm lying But I'm only human after all I'm only human after all Don't put the blame on me Don't put the blame on me Take a look in the mirror What do you see? Say it clearer, or are you deceived? What you believe? Cause I'm only human after all. You're only human after all. Don't put the blame on me. Don't put the blame on me.
after all I'm only human after all Don't put the blame on me Don't put the blame on me Cause I'm only human I do what I can I'm just a man I do what I can Don't put your blame on me Don't put your blame on me dream back on the bus there do you ever have those dreams that are just completely real i mean they're so vivid it's just like completely real it's like there's always something bizarre going on in those i have one about every two years or something i always remember them really good it's like there's always someone getting run over or something really weird um one time i had lunch with tolstoy another time i was a roadie for frank zappa anyway so this dream I just had, it was just like that, except instead of anything bizarre going on, I mean, there was nothing going on at all. Man, it was like the Omega Man. There was just nobody around. I was just traveling around, you know, staring out the windows of buses and trains and cars, you know. When I was at home, I was like flipping through the TV stations endlessly, reading. I mean, how many dreams do you have where you read in a dream, you know? Wait. Man, there was this book I just read on the book. Well, you know, it was my dream, so I guess I wrote it or something. But, uh, man, it was bizarre. It was like um, the premise for this whole book was that every thought you have creates its own reality. You know, it's like every choice or decision you make, the thing you choose not to do fractions off and becomes its own reality, you know, and just goes on from there forever. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, in The Wizard of Oz when Dorothy meets the scarecrow and they do that little dance at that crossroads and they think about going all those directions and they end up going in that one direction. I mean, all those other directions, just because they thought about it, became separate realities. I mean, they just went on from there and lived the rest of their life, you know, just, I mean, entirely different movies, but we'll never see it because, you know, we're kind of trapped in this one reality restriction type of thing, you know. And another example would be like back there at the bus station, you know, as I got off the bus, the thought crossed my mind you know, just for a second about not taking a cab at all, but, you know, I may be walking or bumming a ride or something like that. You know, I'm kind of broke right now. I should have done that probably. But uh, just because that thought crossed my mind, there now exists at this very second a whole other reality where I'm at the bus station, you know, and you're probably giving someone else a ride, you know? I mean, and that reality thinks of itself as this, it, it thinks of itself as the only reality, you know? I mean, at this very second, I'm in that, I'm back at the bus station, just hanging out, you know, probably thumbing through a paper, you know, probably going up to a payphone. You know, say this beautiful woman just comes up to me, just starts talking to me, you know. Uh, she ends up offering me a ride, you know, we're hitting it off, go play a little pinball. And we, we go back to her apartment, and she has this great apartment, you know, I move in with her, you know. And see, if I say I have a dream some night that I'm with some strange woman I've never met, 
or I'm, you know, living at some place I've never seen before. See, that's just a momentary glimpse into this other reality that was all created back there at the bus station. Yeah, shoot. And then, you know, I could have a, a dream from that reality into this one. That, like, this is my dream from that reality, you know. Of course, that's kind of like that dream I just, you know, had on the bus. You know, the whole cycle type of thing. Man, shit, I should have stayed at the bus station. Main character is what I might call the mind, its mastery, its capacity to represent. Throughout history, attempts have been made to contain those experiences which happen at the edge, at the limit, where the mind is vulnerable. But I think we are in a very significant moment in history. Those moments, those what I might call liminal, limit, frontier, edge zone experiences are actually now becoming the norm. These multiplicities and distinctions and differences that have given great difficulty to the old mind are actually through entering into their very essence, tasting and feeling their uniqueness. One might make a breakthrough to that common something that holds them together. And so the main character is to this new mind, greater, greater mind, a mind that yet is to be. And when we have it, obviously enter into that mode, you can see a radical subjectivity, radical attunement to individuality, uniqueness, to that which the mind is, opens itself to a vast objectivity. So the story is a story of the cosmos now. The moment is not just a passing, empty, nothing, yet. And this is in, in the way in which these secret passages happen. Yes, it's empty with such fullness that the great moment, the great life of the universe is pulsating in it. And each one, each object, each place, each act leaves mark. And that story is singular, but in fact, it's story after story. is a relic of your vessel. Because you think he's funny, because you like his style, because you just plain like him, right? Yeah! But you just think you do, because you were manipulated into thinking you do, by him, King Chicken! 
He did it the same way they manipulate us into buying toothpaste, car wax, even politicians. All prepackaged, the least offensive, most appealing alternative. But it's precisely when humor is offensive that we need it most. Comedy should provoke. It should blast through prejudices, challenge preconceptions. Comedy should always leave you different than when it found you. The rabble seems roused. Sure, humor can hurt, even alienate. But the risk is better than the alternative. A steady diet of innocuous, childproof, flavorless mush. Demand to be challenged, to be offended, to be treated like thinking, reasoning adults. And raise your children to be the same. Don't let a comedian, a network, a congressional committee, or an evil genius take away your freedom to laugh at whatever you want. In February 2011, he realized that he had developed his own method of acting, which he described as Nouveau Shamanic. He noted at some point, I'll have to write a book. Nouveau Shamanic is something I came up with because I like the French sound Nouveau. I thought it had a kind of a fun sound, meaning new. I had read a book called The Way of Weird by Brian Bates, and he was putting forth the notion that all actors, whether they know it or not, are recruiting the same instincts of the early shamans in the old villages from hundreds and thousands of years ago. And I like that idea, the idea of exploring your imagination. So that's where that came from. And have you written the book yet? No. I'm curious about something. And when I say, you know, I used to make jokes at 1230 about him being gay, that's absolutely ridiculous. But when we were starting out, I will tell you one story about Andy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened. I'm scared. I was working at Art, Art's... Uh, the Deli, Deli Coffee yeah, Shop. Yeah, Deli and Coffee Shop. Mm -hmm. Bus and tables. Mm -hmm. So Andy comes up to me, and he goes, hey, man, I got a way to make some money. I said, what, what is your way? He goes, I'm going to become a male prostitute. Now, I said... I said, Andy, you're not gay. It doesn't make any sense. He goes, but a guy has to make a dog. So I said, all right, do what you want. <laughs> yeah. So he comes to me the next day, and he says, hey, I'm buying breakfast. I says, why is that? He says, I made $450.05 last night. Wow. I said, what on earth? He goes, yeah, did some tricks there, you know, they call it. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, so I said to him, you know, I eat steak and eggs. I eat, you know, expensive. He says, that's all right. I made $450.05. And, and I said, well, who on earth gave you five cents? He said, every one of them. <laughs> you, a... Good God, you're a horse's ass. <laughs> 
concerned. That's simple arithmetic. That's 9,001 dudes. Do salads taste so much better with Best Foods Real Mayonnaise? Because of Best Foods' superb ingredients. Whole eggs freshly broken from the shell, fresh pressed salad oil, choice vinegar and spices, and extra egg yolks. Ordinary starchy dressings just can't compare. The whole egg flavor of Best Foods Real Mayonnaise is so much better for salads or easy sauces like this. Blend two parts Best Foods to one part milk and a little lemon juice. Serve hot and creamy to perk up any vegetable. It's so good. No wonder Best Foods is America's largest selling mayonnaise by two to one. Best Foods is so good so many ways, but Best Foods is the whole egg mayonnaise. E prime is English without the use of any form of is or being. We're trapped in linguistic constructs. All that is is metaphor. I believe somebody said that before me. I've decided we can't get beyond words. What we've got to do is get more cynical about our words. You'll find that by dispensing with is and trying to reformulate without is, you just naturally fall into the kind of expression which is considered acceptable in modern science. And also, it's the type of consciousness that the Zen Buddhism tries to induce. Using E prime, you will understand modern science and Zen Buddhism both a lot better than you've ever understood them before. Martin Gardner has written a long essay proving that to think like this will destroy your mind. I, I, think, it, I think it adds tremendously to clarity. I am removing the is from my writing more and more. Removing it from your speech is even harder. Instead of thinking the grass is green, to think the grass appears green to me. And this saves me a lot of time, by the way. I don't get embroiled in arguments like Beethoven is better than Mozart, or rock is better than soul. I define such things as meaningless. And so people get into arguments like that. I just say, well, Beethoven seems better to me than Mozart most of the time. But I don't say Beethoven is better than Mozart. I return to A-prime in my thinking where I find myself getting angry at somebody or well, feeling depressed or hopeless or having negative emotional states in general. Once you put them in, and once you take out all the uses out of all your negative statements, you find out they're all relative to how you feel at the moment. People would by and large act a hell of a lot more sanely, especially if they, you know, when they got rid of is, they dropped, they put maybe in more sentences. I think if everybody used maybe more often, the, the increase in general sanity would be absolutely, it would, it would seem absolutely astonishing and completely flabbergasted everybody. What the hell is this? We suddenly got a planet full of sane people? When did that start to happen? I didn't even notice it. You just listen to the craziest people on the news and on television or the craziest columnists in the newspapers. You know, they never say maybe. They're always quite sure. And there's always no is. And they never say seems. They always say is. 
I'm continually astonished at all the people in the world who think they have the answer to everything. None of them ever suspect they might be cosmic schmucks and have the wrong answer. And I find that the only explanation that makes sense to me is in Korzybski's science and sanity. These people don't know how to use language properly. They're using language in an overly dogmatic way, which sets their brain into overly dogmatic modes. So they think dogmatically, they perceive dogmatically, they even smell dogmatically, they hear dogmatically. They're locked in a trap of fixed fixed neurosemantic circuits in their brains. Whereas knowing I'm a cosmic schmuck, I always think of at least five alternatives. When people start arguing about words, they're mostly arguing about whether the words that they apply to the objects they have created out of the infinity are, are possible objects that could be put together. They've picked up a few of them, and they put words on them, and they quarrel about the words. And if, uh, if these people get to the stage where they're willing to kill one another over the words, they should be put in a nice, quiet home in the country with kindly doctors and beautiful nurses and good sedatives. But generally, they end up in government mansions and start bombing one another. Or they lead religious crusades for the true faith and kill one another with swords or some such thing. I've been collecting stories that are told in the Soviet Union by their people among themselves, which reveal they've got a great sense of humor, but they've also got a pretty cynical attitude toward their system. And I told this one, Bill, you'll have to hear it again. I told it in the car. I didn't tell this one to Gorbachev. (laughs) You know, there's a 10-year delay in the Soviet Union of delivery of an automobile. And only one out of seven families in the Soviet Union own automobiles. There's a 10-year wait, and you go through quite a process when you're ready to buy, and then you put up the money in advance. And this happened to a fellow, and this is their story that they tell, this joke, that this man, he laid down his money, and then the fellow that was in charge said to him, okay, come back in 10 years and get your car. And he said, morning or afternoon? And and the fellow behind the counter said, well, 10 years from now, what difference does it make? And he said, well, the plumber's coming in the morning. (laughs) I appreciate a more assertive approach, considering that the new conservative darling is none other than Vladimir Putin. Last year, Pat Buchanan said, Putin's headed straight for the Nobel Peace Prize. He said this. Now, I know it sounds crazy, uh, but to be fair, they give those to just about anybody these days. (laughs) So it could happen. But it's not just uh, Pat. Rudy Giuliani said, Putin is what you call a leader. Mike Huckabee and Sean Hannity keep talking about his bare chest, which is kind of weird. Look it up. They talk about it a lot. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. But I don't want to be an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone. The good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful. Boy, I'm high. 917-719-5923. Phone lines are wide open. If you need to talk somebody, if you need, you, you need, 
if you want to talk to somebody, you you call me, you why why would you not want to talk to me? I'm just wondering if you're saved, brother. Have you saved? Have you saved money? Have you put it away? You have a nest egg somewhere that you can give it to you. If you haven't, you should. Hey. Hello. And if you saved up that nest hey. egg, maybe hey, hold on one second, caller. Jesus. I think uh, I think there's a me, somebody's trying to sell me a savings account Jesus thing for you. You will reach the afterlife, and Jesus will know that well, that is your please. money for the afterlife. Praise be to Him. Okay, 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 caller. That's cool, man. Somebody's saving up for you in the afterlife. <sighs> hey, you need those uh, after-school bucks, right? Yeah. Have you ever been to a Tibet funeral? I've I've barely left uh, New York City. Well, I, I went to one in Queens, actually. Do they take all your money? But, uh, uh, no, but we bought money for the dead and then burned it so they would have it in the afterlife. Why'd you have to buy it? Because uh, they were selling it. You, know? you should have just burned the money that you were going to give to them. Because they took your money uh, and they special, let you burn paper. Special, It's special gold money. It's like... I was <laughs> and you got to buy money to my friend was doing like uh 80 miles an hour on BQE and he, he went off where it was like 60 feet high and uh, his dad was a uh, from China well from Tibet Tibetan Buddhist and invited me to the funeral and I ended up buying money to spend him in in the afterlife <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing about somebody's funeral from a car crash in the BQA. That probably happened. You know, he was a cool cat, and, uh, you know, he was a dude named Ben, and he he didn't have a lot of friends. Hopefully he didn't uh, kill anybody with him. No, they say he was going at a high rate of speed when he ran into, like, stopped traffic. So... Hopefully it didn't delay uh, traffic because traffic is. I, I feel, I feel, I feel bad about a person dying. But if we could get rid of traffic to kill one person, well, would you kill a person to get rid of traffic? Like if you I've had to kill a person wanted, you knew to get rid of traffic for everybody, would you I, do it? I, I've always wanted like a one button push effort. So you push a laser. One time, you get to just take out one person in traffic. Free shot. You don't go to hell. Nothing. You just get to evaporate that motherfucker that's fucking shit up. So, but but yeah. what if you could get rid of traffic for everybody? You just have to kill somebody that's like a person you know that's a friend. I'd take a hammer right to him. <laughs> it wouldn't slow me down a minute. You know what I mean? I would I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't really care that much. I like I'd rather have that one friend that's a person because how many friends do you have call caller, do you have a lot of friends? Uh I have a lot of acquaintances, I have a couple of friends. Well imagine you had to choose one of the couple of friends and get rid of them. 
but oh, for traffic's sake. fucking dead right now. <laughs> no, nah, dude, he's a good guy. I love him. Things, like, you know, Actually, yeah. Things. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I'd probably kill one of my like. I only have like yeah. one friend. It's probably like my left or my right hand. I'm not too sure. I usually, sit on it first. But uh, I'd I'd cut a hand off to get rid of traffic, and I don't even drive. Have you ever spent 40 minutes trying to get through the fucking Midtown Tunnel? I've spent. I've I've been in traffic, and um, yeah. you've got your grandmother right there. Yeah, nothing to it. Yeah, I mean, so. It's kind of cool when grandma has a uh, a wardrobe malfunction, though. Uh, you know, I uh, I actually uh, come from a long line of big-breasted women that have had uh, multiple uh, wardrobe malfunctions, including grandma. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's not the best to be embarrassed, especially at the beach. Did you already hang up on me? Yeah. Did you go? I didn't hang up on you, caller. Oh, How dare you say something? I would never hang up on somebody. I, you, yeah, come on, man. We're boring people. It's just a bunch of sewer filth trying to talk to the rest. Caller. Come here. It's cool. Come here. Just. Hey, Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Open your arms. How do you know my eyes were closed? Because I, I, I'm like, I'm watching you. I've got cameras everywhere. Oh, really? Somebody got a ring doorbell across the street. Um, sure. Listen, here. Do you hear it? Yeah. Um, no, caller. I just wanted to tell you that I would never hang up on somebody. Okay. Yeah, it's cool, man. You're Diane Wood. Diane Diane Wood. But I wouldn't. Oh, well. She was cool, though. It was fine. I got stuff for you, though, this week. And one of your clips reminded me of some of the stuff. Deja Vu. Right? One of my clips gave you Deja Vu. All my clips were pre-recorded. No, no, no. One of your clips reminded me to talk to you about Deja Vu. And Deja Vu does include you but it has nothing to do with the clip. Now I'm interested. Yeah. So, uh, have you ever had deja vu? I've had, uh, I, it's better than Dijonese. Well, it's scary though. I do find it quite scary, but I love it when I, when I have it, but I, I have had it. Are you familiar with what, uh, the, like a neurologist would tell you. You're like, I'm having deja vu. They would just say you're remembering a false memory. It's uh, it's it's kind of like having a smell that Excuse exists me. and you're kind of remembering a smell that exists, but it already exists anyway. Or, or they say you're right in memory as, as you're experiencing it. So you're experiencing something as a memory that you're writing to memory at the time. It could also be yeah, like a dream where it's kind of like you had a snapshot of an idea or a thought of okay, something. So that, that's that's what happened to me. Man, was it? Uh, so I have I've been uh, I've been moving around a bit since this whole COVID thing happened, right? And uh, you trying to get away from the virus? Is it is it following you? No uh, riots, uh, 
destroyed my neighborhood. My house got condemned <laughs> because of the fires. Are you see, uh, you had you were your 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 house was destroyed by COVID riots. Yeah, yeah, not just mine. A lot of people. Do you uh, live in Canada 8, 000, or Australia? Yeah, Philadelphia, man. There was eight thousand fucking crew. <sighs> there was seven hundred fires in one day. It was mostly peaceful, though. So, but anyhow, who cares? That's not the point of this. Yeah. I think um, I've only sort of heard about this. This kind of rings like Philadelphia COVID. Either way, I hope you're okay. Anyway, go on. Time magazine. Time magazine put a picture of a city hall on fire. Uh, anyhow, who cares? So, the last two years were a major problem, right? So I was like, fuck it. Hopping around, and uh, I, uh, I I've been haunting some different different areas. This week, I had uh, an opportunity to. I was close to a spot where you know I had friends and stuff. And, uh, it was uh it was my birthday, and uh, I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna go visit some old friends and. Uh, I was driving around, and there's usually parking lots, but all the all the parking lots were closed. And I kept doing like a loop around some different blocks, and I'm like, "Fuck!" All the parking lots are closed. And then I started getting kind of like a weird feeling, and a van full of balloons drove past me. It was like a minivan, and there was a giant black clown without his makeup on, but his wig and his nose on. And I was like, oh, that was, that was weird. And I was like kind of going into the days of Luke. And I started freaking out. I'm like, am I having a seizure? What the fuck's going on? So I pull over and I park. And they had just put new parking meters in that I'd never seen. And Nick the Rat was playing on my radio, and you were playing a song I'd never heard. And right as you came on and were saying something about this song, somebody started slapping the top of my roof, and it was actually the guy that I was looking for, but I hadn't even called him yet or anything, I was just kind of in his neighborhood, and I guess he'd seen me driving around. And, uh, but, but, like, I pulled in, and I, I was freaking out, because it was all, like, a deja vu, even up until the second of him pounding on the roof. And I was like, I, you know, kind of weirded me out. But I didn't know if, like, you ever had, like, deja vu or anything like that, like, where... A clown and a van full of balloons, just completely out of it. You know, it's just stuff you would never think happened. Hearing a song that you've never heard before, so you know. Well, I said some fucking deja vu. That last song was electronic. You know, I had deja vu of the the uh, soundtrack that I played tonight. I'm going to just go over all the songs here. Number one. 
was Good Ones by Synth Henry. Number two, because I, I forget what I said or didn't. I know Servo's on top of it, but um, uh, we need to say for the podcast people. Song number one was Good Ones, Synth Henry. Two was Akive, Akive with Dimension Art. Three was When I See You, Stab You, Baradine. Uh, four was Eternal Zeal by Solus Composer. Number five was Extreme Cyberpunk by Alex Productions. Six was Ragabone Man by B. Retta. Seven was Electronic Message Sunsies, Sunnies. And number eight is Signs of Life, run down here in the sewer, by Rainsweeper. We'll be back with a little bit more Nick the Rat. But boy, oh boy. Is my bladder fat?
talk about board games for a little bit. I've been playing. Wait, what's going on here? Why do I sound weird? Hello, everybody. Uh, talk about some board games a little bit. I've been. I played a little bit of Spartacus, the board game. Thinking by uh, Gale Force Nine. Gale Force Nine is like one of my favorite board game manufacturers. I just, I just like him. Uh, uh, Spartacus. It was. It was based on the IP, the uh, the TV IP, where they uh, cut somebody in half. They tweened them. That's all I really remember from the show. I, I know a lot of people liked it. One of the cards in the game is called uh, Jupiter's Cock. It was a fun game. If you have uh, three friends that like board games and fucking each other over, highly recommend it. I, uh, I, I, I've tried to fuck a friend over in the game, and it was the first move, and uh, it's, I lost. I lost. Everybody teamed up on me. Everybody always teams up on me because I always pull up... As I always wind up going first because I just have really good dice rolls for the. <laughs> and then we played a uh, deep sea adventure, uh, the crew, the crew deep sea adventure, a trick taking game, uh, very good at four to five players, three, four, or five. I would say it's pretty good. A uh, trick taking game. So if you like taking tricks. Get the crew. The crew's good. Uh, for video games, I'm still just playing a lot of Dota 2, Valorant, and The Hunt Showdown. What are we talking about here? This this episode is supposed to have a point to it, right? Maybe the show's over. It's about 11, let's see, 11, 10 to 11 to 12. Wait, no, it's, yeah, I started at 10. No, I started at 11. 11 to 12 is an hour. Deja vu with dreams. Oh, I've had, I've definitely one time had, I had severe deja vu. I had, I had like uh, the hiccups of deja vu. I had the deja vu where, I probably mentioned it before. I was at like some house party. And I was predicting what was going to be said and done by people uh, mere seconds before it actually happened. And that's where I met the person that took my virginity. Uh, 11, 12, 1, 1, 30. It's two and a half hours. I think we need to, I think we need to get out of here. Did we talk about everything here? We talked about, we talked, we spoke about, uh, oh, there's been a lot of news articles where you read it. It's like, oh, what do you see in this here uh, optical illusion? It could really say a lot about you. That's kind of like what scientists say. Uh, also, we spoke about Bruce Willis, uh, the homeless in New York City. I think we're good. Okay, let's get out of here. We'll be back next week with more Nick the Right Radio. Thank you all for tuning in, and I hope you uh, tune in again at some point. Maybe if you are afraid. Uh, if you don't, that's fine. Because either way, I got a message for you from Soda Boy 64 We'll see. We'll see you.
Soon. Maybe. Less important things to do. What do you do to earn a living? You mean work? To hell with the kind of work you have to do to earn a living. All it does is fill the bellies of the pigs who exploit us. Hey, look at me. I'm making it. I may live badly, but at least I don't have to work to do it. What would it take for you to get a job? Hey, I'll get a job. When I hear the truth call. You know, the truth call. I know when I hear it. Anything else you want to Yeah, there's something else. To all you workers out there, every single commodity you produce is a piece of your own death. What was your relationship like with your... End of interview. Don't Hello, caller. 
Whoa. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm pretty, I'm pretty drunk and in, in, in disarray. Disarray. Are you, uh, have you heard anything about that storm that's heading your way? There's a, no, not really. I only read about storms that come like a couple hours before it hits. Oh yeah, that's crazy. We, they, they didn't even give us like the, the indication that there was going to be tornadoes until like 15 minutes before. Day, they don't here. know the, the science uh, for weather. The science, weather science is pretty shitty. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, they they know. I, I I learned about some about weather today that really pissed me off because they call this thing a gravitational wave, which uh, you would think like LIGO or whatever. But it turns out it it's something in fluid dynamics, and I was like, you can't use the same name different things that aren't related at all but um yeah well we do that all the time like uh like squeezing the banana spunk 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 yeah it's uh what 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 they're trying to like quantum i hate quantum not a fan of quantum quantum doesn't really exist because we don't really know the ins and outs of it we know like newtonian physics because it's very one-to-one but once we don't know it, we're just guessing. We're like, oh, this is our best right. guess. Our best guess isn't science. It's fucking our best guess. Yeah. I mean, routinely coming to answer more than 50% of the time is uh, is considered good enough. I would – I want – I, I want – I want 80% of the time plus, even more than that. I mean – That'd be nice. I, I do know that uh, all the the storms that I've been watching this this winter and so far this spring, they've been pretty accurate. Like with what time, you know, such and such is going to start, but they, they can't predict, you know, like exactly how fast the wind blow or how much lightning or whatever. And that's fine. I, I'm actually impressed with how far weather science has come along since I stopped watching. Uh, the weather channel or whatever but anyway yeah hey um i haven't been listening to the show because i was doing something else but uh you have a you have a topic that i can participate in or is this uh open lines um the the top the topic of the show tonight or yesterday i guess wait hold on one second let me bring up the notes diane give me those notes again Uh, we need to restart our minds, and we're going to do it. Okay. We're stuck in we're stuck in loops. Our brains are stuck in yeah. like a loop, and we keep re- we keep repeating it. And the sun, ex- we, we're going to get freed by the uh, the sun, jizz, the sun jizz. What is it called? The sunspot explosion. The CME. Did they, wait? That was today at at uh, five o'clock time, wasn't it? I'm not too sure when it, I know it's very, it's coming. There's a big, there's a big, there's a big solar flare. There's a big solar flare coming. The coronal mass ejection. There was, the sun ejected all over and it's going to hit us. Oh, right. Because it's like 80 80 billion miles away or 80 million miles away or whatever. Takes a while. Eight minutes or so, probably. And it's, it's, wait, so. Wait, no, 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 no. That light takes eight minutes, but does oh. the 
Why would the, the coronal explosion take longer than light? It's energy, isn't it? It's it's not even light. It's, I have no idea. It's well, I mean, if, like if that's a radio the case, wave. did it happen today at, at five? So it should have hit at like five oh eight then. Yes. Well. Yes, assuming assuming I didn't misread whatever article I was I saw. It might be today, uh, Thursday, uh, but I, I thought it was uh, yesterday, Wednesday at uh, five p.m. Eastern. How accurate is the Farmer's Almanac? Mm, you know, you've heard of, uh, I don't want to use the phrase rule of thumb, but, uh, rule of thumb. Oh, also the, like a foot was the King's foot, right? Yeah. I I had heard that and you know, they measured horses and hands. hands. I mean, was it, was it, was it my hands or was it your hands? I mean, I'm sure there's a vast difference between a rat's hands. I'm just saying. Okay, um, Hands and feet. When you when you start framing it as we measured stuff with hands and feet, and then you look at the metric system, you kind of go, "Yeah, we're a little a little silly." We are a little silly, but it makes more sense. Like, what, what's a what's like a? There's three feet in a meter, but like to measure something by there your foot or your hand is there, it's it's easy to do. Right, and and it's fine if uh, if you're normal, <laughs> you know. Well, mo- most most people most people if they uh, if they outstretch their hands uh, between their fingertip on one side to the fingertip on the other side is how tall they are. So if you know that, you can measure stuff that way. Some people can get really accurate strides, so they can count their strides and measure something out. Isn't the top of your thumb an inch? I mean, it depends on the size of your thumb, doesn't it? Well, hey, I mean, if you're <laughs> stuck in a bind, if you have to MacGyver your way out, also you would know if it's ha- not or I not. Mean, it, Actually, let's see. Where's, do I have a ruler? Isn't it weird that we use a ruler? It's a ruler. A ruler is going to tell you ha- how big an inch is. I might, ha- I might have a micrometer. Somewhere on my desk. Do you have a laser? laser? Uh, no, it's just a Har- Harbor Freight, Harbor Freight piece of crap plastic micrometer. I have a good micrometer, but that's tucked away in a cabinet somewhere. Caller, do you for believe? For- do you believe in the Big Bang Theory? Uh, no, not really. Isn't it weird? What? Like the Big Bang is, Theory. Is the, it, did you believe it while you were growing up? Were you like, oh, this that's true. The Big Bang Theory is not, the, the science way we got here. What is the one where the universe explodes and then, and then explodes and contracts? That's not Big Bang, right? Uh, Big that's Bang the, that's the, implies that it's the first time. Yeah. Yeah, the so no, I've always tra- felt that why would, why would there be a first time for anything? Really, if you think about it, I mean the the, the the fucking sun, but the Big Bang only happened once. Give me a break. I could yeah. sort of see that nope. being true because most things in my life is only once, but that's a very microscopic look at something. But for yeah. everything that I've seen, it's only once. 
you we we reuse it in different ways, but it's only going in one direction. I never see anything going in a different direction. Uh, like what? Uh, I have no evidence that things have reached its peak and came back. Also, why would I want to think that something has reached its peak? Maybe there's different formats for it, Con- continually going. Well, I mean, you, you see something that's reached its peak, you know, uh, and it's gone out of uh, culture. You can reappropriate it and do it again, and everyone's like, "This is so fresh and novel." Like bell bottoms. Yeah, but or, the thing is, it's know, still going. It's electing still going another, uh, electing another uh, TV personality as president of the United States, for instance. <laughs> They're <laughs> all TV Reagan. personalities. Well, now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, before there were two, there were radio personalities, and then there were newspaper personalities, and then there was word of mouth personalities. Was, it, was there was there a newspaper man that became president? Yeah, I'm sure. Why not? I don't know who was. Yeah, uh, I mean, who's like 1876? Of course, it was. Who is that president? Horses. People still riding around on horses back then. Well, yeah, that would be a newspaper uh, president. I'm going to go with Polk. Was it Polk? I don't know. Let's see. 1876. Or, or Taft. Taft. Taft was kind of pudgy and in the 1800s, I think. 1876 is Mr. Lincoln, but it wasn't the, his, Ulysses it wasn't his S. vice Grant. president. It was the guy. Oh, the general. He from, was a military officer who served in the 18th yeah. president of the United States. Yeah, from sixty nine to seventy seven. Uh, Whoa, sixty nine to seventy seven. Mm-hmm. It's eight years, isn't it? That's more than ten years. Wait, no, wait. That's not more than ten years. It's eight years. Eight. Okay, so that's two. Was it always t- four times two? For... Um, the story that I remember, and I can't vouch for the veracity of it is that uh, originally when Washington was elected president, they wanted him to basically be like an elected king. And he said, no, no, I only want to serve terms. And it was kind of a unwritten rule. And it was finally, there was an amendment to the constitution that uh, limited the president's terms to two terms. Plus if they had served, like if a vice president takes over, they could actually do Two point whatever terms, up to almost three terms. Well, you think Biden could do that? <laughs> I mean, how old? How old is he? I, I don't even know. Is he? He's got to be older than John, right? JC? <laughs> he's probably not. <laughs> no way. John is really old. Did you realize that he was seventy? Anyway, we're going way off track here from coronal mass ejections. Um. John is, I think he's 35. John is 70. Biden's, how old is Biden? I, I can tell you how old Biden is because the information on John is not going to be I, true. Well, it, it the newsletter said he's 70, born in 52, Biden. I don't have any of those robots in my house that I can talk to. He's 79. Biden's with- at almost 80. November 20th, 42. So in November he'll be eighty. So he's ten years older than. Yeah, I guess that seems about right. 
Uh, he seems like he's almost 20 years old. His middle name is John. Robinette. Robinette. All right, yeah, so, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, the people are living longer and whatever, but I don't, I don't see him doing two terms. Do you, I mean, do you? He could be doing, two, he could do two, two and a half terms. Who's going to run against him? That is a good question, but maybe, maybe it'll be one of those situations where they run another Democrat against them. That's happened before, I think, where they were like, we don't like this president, so we're going to run another person in his party against him because that's how we do it in this country. You know who's going to be? Will Smith. Do I know who the Democrat is? Will Smith is going to walk up and smack Biden in the face and become president. Oh, man. And then he's going to fight the aliens. Slap heard around the world. Nobody (laughs) nobody watched the Oscars. Right? I did a little bit. I actually had it on. Did you? Yeah, I oh. had. I uh, let's see. What did I say? Uh, I forget. No humans watched the Oscars. <laughs> there, there was, there uh, was it, it. Oh wait, it was badly mic'd. I remember that from what I saw. There was oh, it was badly that. mic'd, and it just looked like it was kind of cheap. It looked like it was a cheap, badly mic'd situation. Well, you you know that there's actually a huge um, rigmarole. In Hollywood, not I'm I'm using Hollywood in the general sense. Um, did you know that the the grip union like has been in negotiations and like everyone's kind of mad at each other right now. So like they can't get anyone to build sets and stuff without like being a pain in the ass. The grip boys, grip boys, always were like didn't they were like a, well best best boy. Be, okay, so best boy grip is like the mid-level manager of all of the people who build the sets the sets <laughs> and the gaffers who are the people who make sure that the electricity is wired up correctly and make sure that nobody trips over exposed electrical wires or anything like that. So the grips and the gaffers, they're actually called like, it's IATSE, which is like theater stage something or other. It's like, it's so old old the union's old and um they've been yeah there's been a lot of problems throughout the past couple years so i i would i wouldn't doubt that they kind of just drag their feet and the oscar it's uh the academy right the academy is like just 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 put it on tv it's too late to do anything about it just put it on tv there's a different version. Bad miking, bad sets. Uh, well, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's like it's Hollywood. They have all the money in the world, and their live broadcast is horrible. Dude, do you know? Do you know how much like like the a grip that has been working or a gaffer that has been working for like four years uh, uh, gets? They have to negotiate for four hundred dollars a day. Well, so you're was that at, equal to a year, though? I, I well, I mean, they don't work year round. I know that's why I'm they like, was their year? I could, I could, I could see a, a budget within a year. Like if it, I'm just imagining a fucking like a gaffer or one of them. It's gonna, it's gonna like fifty to sixty well, k. It's, it's forty bucks an hour, so that works out to what seventy five thousand a year. If they're working full if they time, work full time, which yeah, they're not. I think so. it, I, 
It's probably like 50, right, 60 so, if they're lucky. Yeah. And, and, but I mean, you know, you have to be skilled and take on a lot of risks. I mean, with, you know, people bringing guns yeah, but on 50, 60 a year and being skilled and, and not getting people hurt. Somebody can get really fucked yeah. up. Then again, I should, you, anybody could like have the information to not kill somebody with some tape. No, not really. I mean, like you have to know, like they got, they got these like weird apparatuses that they have like special names for, and they know exactly how much counter ballast they need to like hold up a specific type of light. And you just, you can't just, I mean, sure. You can read that in the book, but you have to know where to set the, the, you know, the screw to balance it, whatever. It's all experience. You can't, and they pay them nothing. I mean, everybody gets paid nothing if you think about it. Except what do you politicians. Get paid? Like $60 they, million a year? Bullshit. I get $20 million a year, and that's bullshit. But oh, I'm still working I'm, on it. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, we just had somebody here yeah. working on some wires over here. They had some gaffer's tape. And you know what they did? Uh, they, they... No, I don't. What do they do? Oh fuck! I guess they didn't do uh, they didn't do a good job with those wires over there. Fuck! Ah, shit! 